So I thought I'd start with a question of what is Druidry? I'm sure most of you know. And I've got a few quotes liberally strewn through here, so I will read out some bits and pieces. The word, word Druidry, I think, is, uh, is generally meant to mean Oak Noah or Oak Seer, generally. Uh, I think there's debate around that. And there's a couple of good quotes. Um, uh, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Emma Restalor, Bob Catter's she's known. Some assert that Druidry is not a religion at all, not even necessarily spirituality, but simply a philosophy of living. Some certainly assert that. I don't. We'll come on to some of the, some of the sort of differences between people like OBOD and BDO and TDN. Um, lovely set of acronyms. We love good acronyms. She also said someone who reveres, Druidry is someone who, Druid is someone who reveres the spirits and deities of his local environment of the earth beneath his feet, of his spring or source of water, his woodlands and rivers, his fields and buildings, his sun and moon and rain, and more, of everything that makes up the world that exists immediately around him. Now, I like that one. That one does it for me. Mm-hmm. For me, it's, it's kind of right relationship with, with everything and everyone around me. And going back to that title bit, which says, my experiences within it, I, I did go out and take a poll of 10 druids and made detailed notes of the 147 answers they gave me as to what is druidry. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was going to walk you through every answer, but uh, we, we probably wouldn't get done by, by before Beltane, I don't think. So I've mentioned um, right at the start there, people suggesting it's not a religion. Certainly, if you look at the Obod, the Order of Bards, Obates and Druids, they, they tend in that not a religion type of approach. And I certainly did my training through OBOD, the BDO and the, the British Druid Order and the, the, the Druid Network. Um, Druid Network especially, uh, <coughs> very clear that it's a religion. And uh, certainly that's how I, I approach it. Very briefly, because I, history bores me, I thought I'd just sort of explain a bit about historical Druidry. Just, just like, I'll look it up. There's kind of three phases in my, in my simple world. It's kind of deep history, which... Um, Celtic Iron Age, if you like. Uh, we don't know much about it, other than what's written by Pliny the Elder, Tacitus and Cicero. I think that's how you pronounce them. They were sort of druids and magicians and leaders in Celtic society and uh, used mistletoe for healing and ceremonies is about all we know. There was a revival in the 18th century, the second sort of phase, last year, of the anniversary of Primrose Hill around the room, if no one's nodding or shaking their heads, that's good. Um, about 300 years ago, there was a, a, a ceremony of Druids that kicked off sort of the Druid revival in, I think it was 1717, I might be wrong. Had a very similar feel to Freemasonry. You've got the likes of William Stukeley, who connected Stonehenge to the Druids, obviously, properly wrongly. And you've got a guy called Edward Williams, writing a bit later than that, um, giving this vast history under the pen name of Yolo Morganu, and, uh, and we later discovered it made most of it up, I believe. So you've got this sort of big revivalist uh, um, uh, thing going on. And then the, the Druidry, which we know now, is, is far more modern, generally thought of as being founded by Ross Nichols in sort of, I think, 1964. He was chairman of, the, of a revivalist group, Ancient Druid Order, obviously a good friend of Gerald Gardner, um, and, and between them they kind of kicked off Druidry and Wicker. So Ross Nichols founded the Order of Bardo, Bates and Druids, and then um, I think it was 
79, the date down, um, Grey Wolf, Philip Shalcrash, South Shalcrash set up the British Druid Order, and in 2002 you've got the, the Druid Network, which was uh, mostly Emma Westerlaw. So you've got these three big phases, um, and, and I'm only really interested in the modern stuff because the modern stuff is all I know about, and it's now, it's here, it's what we do, it's what we, what we believe, how we work, how we act. So I'm a huge fan of Emma Restalaw, and I think uh, there's something in here about uh, all, all, all the good druids have got three names, so I'm one down and I have one, a third one of my own, but I've got two at the moment. There's, there's no single scripture, no single text, for example. And uh, again, a little quote, there's simply no sacred scripture which all Druids can refer to. There's no one God, there's, or even one pantheon, which all Druids revere as the divine guiding force. There are no prophets who have laid down the great truths together with ritual obligations. And somebody, I heard someone say, you know, paganism generally is, is not from one book, it's from a myriad of books. Um, you know, we have a whole library. Uh, and none of them contain the whole truth and, and lots of them contain lovely bits of wisdom. And, and that's kind of probably true of, uh, of much of Druidry. Although for me the, the, the true wisdom is the world around us, it's the nature that we live and um, breathe and it's the people we react with.